welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm Brett Van Alstein, and on today's episode, we're going to cover real estate scams. Later in the episode, we will be joined by a colleague of mine, content specialist Jeff Herbert, to discuss a common real estate scam agents should watch out for. Scams are unfortunately a real threat for anyone invested in the real estate market. They are often cloaked in grand promises of high returns or low prices that you can't pass up. And in a competitive landscape like the current market we are navigating, there's always temptation to accept these snake oil deals when the pressure is on. According to the FBI, more than 13,600 people were victims of real estate or rental fraud last year alone. That ranks real estate and rental wire fraud number seven out of more than 30 types of fraud tracked by the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center. Based on victim complaint data, business email and email account compromise scams targeting the real estate sector continue to rise. From 2015 to 2017, there was over an 1,100% rise in the number of these victims reporting real estate transaction scams and an almost 2,200% rise in reported monetary loss. Victims at every stage of real estate transactions have reported such activity to the Internet Crime Complaint Center. Con artists are masters at tricking potential clients. So in an effort to help raise awareness for identifying their tricks, let's go over some famous real estate scam artists, their crimes, and common real estate scams happening today that you can detect and avoid. We'll start with famous real estate scam artists. First is Charles Ponzi. He was an Italian immigrant who moved to the U.S. and became one of the most famous con artists to date. He's the namesake for the Ponzi scheme, and he's famous for his 1920 stamp scam in Boston and his 1925 real estate fraud in Jacksonville, Florida. Second on our list is Walter Forbes, CEO of Sendent, a travel and real estate company that evolved into Avis Budget Group, which set the new standard for corporate fraud in 1998 after masterminding the greatest accounting scandal in U.S. history. Forbes was sentenced in January 2007 to 12 years and seven months in prison in order to pay $3.28 billion. His fraud was reported to wipe out $14 billion of market value in one day. Third on our list is Bernie Madoff. Charles Ponzi may have made Ponzi schemes famous, but Bernie Madoff almost pulled off the largest Ponzi scheme in history just 90 years after Charles Ponzi attempted his first. Madoff managed to get away with this scheme for much longer, juggling his financial charades for decades, starting in the 1970s. In 2009, Madoff pled guilty to creating and running the largest Ponzi scheme to date, making close to $19 billion. He is currently serving a 150-year sentence. And though we've touched on a few notable criminals, there are hundreds of real estate scams taking place every year. Let's take a quick look at three historic hustles before outlining how you can keep yourself and your clients safe. The Brooklyn Bridge has long been used by con men since its completion in 1883. Swindlers would talk unsuspecting and gullible New York residents into buying the bridge. As crazy as this might sound, wannabe investors were told this would be the opportunity of a lifetime and that the deal was too good to pass up. Of course, there was no real transaction or even a bridge to buy. However, that didn't stop scamsters. 
Notable con artist figures that have sold the bridge include Peaches O'Day, a con artist turned mayor, and George C. Parker, a New York grifter who sold the bridge more than once to unsuspecting immigrants. After running from the law in Boston over a stamp scam, Charles Ponzi fled to Jacksonville, where he started a company named Sharpened Land Syndicates. Under this shell company, Ponzi created a plan to sell 10 million plots of property in the swamplands that surrounded Jacksonville. He acquired around 100 acres of land for $16 an acre, divided it into 23 lots, and sold each for around $10 each. He ended up profiting 500% of his investment, which created the figure of speech Swampland in Florida. Last is Fannie Mae. During the height of the housing bubble between December 2006 to August 2008, Fannie Mae's top executives were found guilty of manipulating the company's accounting, paying unearned maximum bonuses to themselves, and conspiring to cover up their nefarious activities. Subsequently, they were ordered to pay $400 million for these actions that some argue played a contributing role in the burst of the housing bubble itself. As a real estate agent, it is your responsibility to protect your clients, and unfortunately, not all criminals get caught. That's why it's crucial to be alert and pay attention to the red flags that accompany common real estate scams. Now let's go over the top five most common real estate scams to date. The first is escrow wire fraud. The second is loan flipping. The third is foreclosure relief. The fourth is rental scams. And the fifth is moving scams. Now let's break down each one. Escrow wire fraud is when scammers will claim to be from your client's title or escrow company with instructions on where to wire their escrow funds. Fraudsters will go to great lengths and will even set up fake websites that appear similar to the title or lending company with which your client is working, making it seem like the real deal. Loan flipping occurs when a predatory lender persuades a homeowner to refinance their mortgage repeatedly, offering borrowing more money each time. Foreclosure relief is unfortunately when homeowners who fall on hard times and get behind on their mortgage payments can become desperate to save their homes. Scammers will swoop in with offers of foreclosure relief to capitalize on homeowners' vulnerability. Rental scams are when scammers post fake property rental ads on Craigslist or social media to lure in unsuspecting renters using photos from other listings. Fraudsters who have no connection to the property or its owner will ask for an upfront payment to let your client see the property or hold it as a deposit. The last one is moving scams. Your client has found a new place to call home and now they have to find a way to move all their belongings. They fill out a form for a moving company estimate, outlining all their belongings, and they receive an estimate for $4,000 to ship everything from their current home to the new one. Once this is done, the company will raise the estimate and corner your client into paying more for their stuff. And when a deal seems too good to be true, alarm bells should be starting to go off in your head, but what else should you be looking for? Here are some other red flags that are common amongst real estate scams. The first red flag to look out for is when the other party is not willing to provide contact information, such as their address or phone number, and they lack proper documentation. Remember, always check that the number you have is correct before signing any documents. Second, you haven't done business with this person before, nor have any of your colleagues, and you can't find them online. Third, the seller asks your client to send a large sum of money via wire transfer or over the internet. Fourth, 
The fraudulent party sends you or your client a check with instructions to wire back the overpayment after depositing it from their bank account. The last red flag is that there's a lack of professionalism in this deal or proposed transaction. Now let's take a quick break. After the break, we're joined by Jeff Herbert to discuss real estate agent fraud, a type of scam most of us wouldn't consider, but often takes place right in our own communities. Real estate scams can be a real threat to homeowners, so it's up to real estate professionals to keep a watchful eye on deceptive deals and practices in their market. Homeowners put a lot of trust in real estate agents and look for agents to be the heroes their communities deserve. Real estate heroes who care about their clients and the community choose to learn online with the C-Shop. Enroll in our mobile-friendly courses today and save 25% with promo code SHOPTALK. One last scam or type of fraud to look out for is real estate agent fraud. To help shed some light on this dark side of the industry, here is content specialist Jeff Herbert. Jeff, thanks for hopping on the podcast today. Yeah, Brad, thanks for having me. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, What is real estate agent fraud? Okay, um, real estate agent fraud. Uh, In in most cases, uh, real estate agent fraud is when there's proof that the real estate agent had the intent to uh, defraud, deceive, or misrepresent facts to the detriment of the buyer or seller. Mm-hmm. Um, fraud can mean kind of a lot of different things. Uh, an agent can purposely list a home with larger square footage or fail to disclose vital information like um, something like recent water damage or knowledge of new construction that will happen right next door. Mm, okay. um, kind of things like that. Sure. So um, since fraud can kind of mean many different things, uh, here's here's a few different examples of kind of what they can look like. Okay. Um, breach of contract uh, is one that's, uh, that can be kind of common. Uh, this is kind of when a agent violates the agent-client contract. Okay. Um, breach of duty is another one. Uh, when this fraud occurs because the agent did not act in their client's best interest. Sure. And um, yeah, negligence, which is a word we hear quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's uh, when an agent who, uh, that's when agents kind of, um, uh, agents who commit this kind of fraud owed a duty to their clients, but they breached that duty. Oh, okay. So, I see that. Yeah. So it seems like, at least to me, um, that a lot of these kind of all encompassing is when an agent representing, you know, either side is breaching, um, kind of a crucial part of one, their duty, like responsibility of being an agent, but also the contract, you know, the more legal binding side of this, um, breaching any side of that and, you know, either misrepresenting or, um, intentionally leaving out information. Right. Exactly. And it also sounds like, you know, this could definitely be something hard to spot, you know, that this, this fraud site could be hard to spot. Um, so it needs to be kind of top of mind for not only homeowners, but agents on, you know, on the other side of it, um, keeping this top of mind and being aware of the fact that there are going to be, you know, some fraudsters out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
of course, real estate scams are kind of becoming more frequent and more sophisticated too. So that's mm-hmm. another thing to kind of think about. Um, considering most real estate, most real estate scams today occur online, okay. uh, where many victims simply aren't as savvy as the fraudsters. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, and clients put a lot of trust in the real estate agent, so uh, real estate um, scam can take advantage of that trust. So it's essential to protect your clients and be aware of those kind of common real estate scams that are out there. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes 100% sense. Um, Well, thanks for, you know, educating us on real estate agent fraud and talking with us today, Jeff. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on the show. All in all, do your research and don't be afraid to ask questions. Legitimate business deals take time. So if the other party is rushing you or your client into acting quickly, that's the best time to slow down and check in. Now that you're equipped to sniff out real estate scams, keep your wits about you. If you spot a scam, be sure to report what you find to the Federal Trade Commission. For scams found online, file a report with the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe to us and leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Shop Talk is a production of the CE Shop.